0: choose wisely choose wendy's two for six for a limited time price participation may vary in u.s wendy's on the card only single item at regular price this
1: is a 30 second stereo radio for trade school in the home depot spot code yhtfd 0 rga zero spot title project
0: planning homeowner 101 so you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own let's make a plan take a free workshop from the home depot and get live help from our expert associates whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.
1: Now back to The Drive with Aaron Davis and Chris Raff on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
2: All right, everybody, we're back again. It's The Drive on 93.7, The Ticket. Yes, Ray, I called a hockey game a match. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of embarrassing. I know, it happens to the best of us. Hockey match, hockey hockey game. I feel like there's another word for it. Hockey, guess not, hockey game. Oh, it's wild. Speaking of wild, guess who turned 66 years old today? Who? The Hick from French Lick.
1: I have no idea who that you is. You do not know
2: who the hick from French Lick is? I do not. Holy cow, listeners, have you heard this?
1: I don't know I don't recognize that that nickname.
2: Uh, Larry Legend? Larry Bird? Oh, okay, there we go. Larry Bird. So,
1: we're fine with that. We're okay with that.
2: Yeah, you, you have to
1: cut Bird. me a little bit of slack there. You didn't Raph. That
2: was the old the old school Larry I have, Bird I would have reference. no
1: clue. No clue about that nickname.
2: <laughs> and he's from French Lick Indiana, so so tonight we have a little basketball game against
1: Yeah, that's a big one tonight. Indiana. Uh, Nebraska, Indiana. And that that one tips off seven thirty on the Big Ten network. Um
2: so we've spoke. If they win tonight, Nebraska two seed or three seed?
1: so I, I think three seed. Three probably, seed. Probably, yeah.
2: With maybe a chance for it two.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean they have to <laughs> let's think about let's think about uh what did that text say? I, I clicked out of it. OMG. Don't let anyone on the radio, you don't know Larry Bird. I, I know I know Larry Byrd. I don't know. I got that him with, I got
2: him with the nickname. I yeah, got him with the Yeah, name.
1: yeah, yeah. Easy. Um Sanderson says I'll give Nick a pass since he is fifteen years old or whatever. I'm not fifteen. Bring, I, I actually I just got my learner's permit. Bring guys. your student
2: to work day. Yeah, I
1: just got my learner's permit. Um no. I uh What do you
2: what do you have basketball this week?
1: So, Thursday night, we have, or I got York and Waverly. Friday night, it's L- Millard North, the defending Class A title winners, going up against Lincoln Southeast on Friday. Then Saturday, it's Omaha Central at Lincoln
2: East. Do you have a lot of parents contact you about getting tapes of the games, or does that ever happen? That's only
1: happened once. Um, but since there's no video elements, I, I I don't know how people feel about it. There was one game last year where some guy went off for like 45 points or whatever. And they, the the mom DM'd me and I was like, yeah, I mean, we have it, but you know,
2: yeah, I think there'd be a lot. Cause you put such a professional touch on it that I
1: think, I think
2: there, I mean, mind you, I was that guy back in nine. 19- yeah. Oh God, I'm going to date myself so bad here. 1983. Broncos versus Seattle Seahawks playoff game. John Elway's first playoff game. Seahawks won 31-7. I recorded the whole game Yikes. on, on a, a tape recorder. Really? So no one – so I remember we watched it at my grandma's house in Pierce, Nebraska. Okay. No one could talk during the entire game because I was recording it. On your tape recorder? On a tape recorder.
1: That's, that's wild. See, I never had to go through that. I uh... –
2: that's a problem.
1: My thing was we would record it on a VHS, on a, on a blank right. VHS. So, so I mean, somewhat. I mean, we were there. Yeah. Uh, or I was there. But, I mean, I've, I've told this story before. I mean, the best thing to ever happen was the the dual. The coolest thing that we ever, my parents ever bought when we were growing up was the, the two-in-one, the DVD and VHS player all in one Oh, thing. yeah.
2: That's big time. And I
1: remember sitting, it was sitting next to our little cable box. Yeah. And then, because it was a crazy thing when we got cable too, because prior to that we only went up to like channel twenty three. Oh yeah. So we got the Nebraska Westland football games on like channel twenty two. Oh yeah. But we didn't get Big Ten Network, and it, with Nebraska the first game Nebraska ever played on the Big Ten Network was against Fre- Fresno State when Amir Abdullah ran back that hundred hundred and like four hundred and eight yard kickoff return, um or whatever as a freshman, and um, basically what happened we had to we had like half of number, uh, of channel 24 that we could see through the fuzz so we had to have the, the radio network on the radio the sitting fuzz. in front <laughs> sitting in front of the TV while the TV channel was plugged into to 24 channel 24 to Big Ten Network and it was barely it was barely going
2: <laughs> well heck I remember when ESPN came out holy cow I mean that was that was huge it was like yeah and it was So much Australian Rules football. Really? It was Australian Rules football, and I think it was NWA wrestling. And that's all ESPN ever was. It was like Sports Center would be on at 10. 1979. And then it was Australian Rules football, Australian Rules football, Australian Rules. And we got some NWA wrestling, which the wrestlers then were, they weren't like the WWE ones, so you really didn't know many of the wrestlers, but... they ended up, be, you know, becoming pretty popular. But yeah, like, uh, I, ESPN.
1: I remember when we got cable or whatever, and like I was, ne- I never. So obviously, when I was growing up, it was like kids shows on PBS. That's what I was. I was not forced <laughs> to watch, but that's what I was watching because that's all we had. Um, so I never grew up with like the SpongeBob or like the Disney. Like, did I never- you ever
2: watch the Bozo show on WGN?
1: No, but that's how that's how I became a Cubs and a Bulls fan is cuz of WGN America Channel 14. It would have a Bulls versus like Heat game every every so often or Bulls and Cavs and then it would have um the it would always have a Chicago Cubs versus Atlanta Braves and Chicago Cubs against the White Sox uh. games or three set or three game series three three game series on WGN America. Yep. And so it's like that's how I that's how I grew up, and I, I enjoyed like watching Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones, and those guys on the Braves, yeah. because whenever I got to watch them, it was against Alfonso Soriano and the Cubs. Well,
2: we got a text message from five seven six five. He went to Chicago, the old Chicago Stadium. That would be cool. Wow, to have seen Michael Jordan play there that that'd be awesome. Speaking of WGN, which is funny, is we grew up same way. WGN TBS Superstation. Yep. So it was. Dale Murphy on one channel, Glenn Hubbard, Chris Chambliss. And then on the other one, you had Sean Dunstan, Mark Grace, um, oh Leon Durham. But I go out to Arizona for the Phoenix mm-hmm. Open, and lo and behold, the place that we go to, Steve Stone is there every single day. Really? Yes. So that uh- And let me tell you, it was a little choppy relationship <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> Because I might have had a couple beverages in me the first time I met him. I did not make the strongest impression on him, I don't think. However, last year, it was like the relationship finally had bonded. When he looked over me one morning, he goes, you want to come over and have breakfast with me? And I'm like, I'm moving on over, Steve. I gave him a cigar. You know, we chopped it up a little bit. And it was okay. Yeah, we're we're boys now. Now, okay. he, now he says hi. But the first time I met him, I was a little. But this was one of those like, I grew up with you. And he's sitting there looking at me going, stay away from me, dude, you know, but yeah. it actually, he's, he's a cool dude. So I always look forward when we go out there to seeing him. And
1: yeah, I just remember like, I, I remember it, it was waking up every morning, watching the morning ES like sports center before school. It was always watched sports center before school from like seven to seven forty when we'd leave. And then it would be right after, right after you get off, um, like right when we right when we finally got cable, like and it yeah. got all the channels, yeah. it was like all right, sweet, I get Sports Center now, and then if we didn't have a day, if we had a day off of school, it was always watch MLB Network, yeah. and because they had a show called MLB Central a couple years ago with Lauren Shahadi, Mark DeRosa. I, I'm sure it's still a thing. Um, Lauren Shahadi, uh Mark DeRosa. There was a couple other guys that that was like. Perfect, the perfect Major League Baseball show to watch. And and as a big baseball guy, that that was my show.
2: So I'm going to throw something out there right now. I just, um, Brock and Lincoln said, whatever happened to Stump the Schwab on ESPN? Okay, I remember that, but do you remember there was another like sports like station that came on? I think it was like Todd Donahoe or something, and it was like sports trivia. So this was like, like, so back in the, oh man, 80s? Late '80s, holy cow. So you had this channel there. they did like sports trivia. It was mm-hmm. like a call-in sports show, and you'd answer questions. and I think it was Todd Donahoe was the host. And then you had ESPN, and that was when um, Sports Center was you know, taking off, and you had all your old classic sports yeah. center guys. And then there was CNN that had like Vince Cellini, and I forgot who his co- co-host was. But they were they did like some sort of like the play of the day every day, and that was mm-hmm. so. Every night it was like, okay, we got to watch just on Sports Center here. We got to watch Top Ten. Then we got to switch over to CNN. Then late night at like two a.m. you had like Todd Donahoe hosting this sports trivia show. But there was other than that, sports channels. That was that was I, about it.
1: I will say, like Sports Center, it's it's taken a step back in my opinion these last couple years. They like really modernized it, and I think. <laughs> the, the the toughest part the worst part here for me is like I remember growing up with like the not the retro ESPN look but Fred what, Hickman very there you well go. done there you go. Fred not eleven you and go. three he, it's just like it's just frustrating though because they like completely modernized the ESPN set. they modernized all the graphics they modernized everything to like update it or give it a fresh look and it's just not the same it's not the same uh. since um, I, and I just, I just am not a fan of it necessarily nowadays. I love the Scott Van Pelt show late at night. I love that one. Yeah. Um, but I, I struggle with the new modernized and update look of of ESPN and like Sports Center yeah. specifically. It
2: is crazy just to think that all of the um the broadcasters that came through ESPN, mm-hmm. like Tim Brandle. yeah, he he was you know I don't know if he was one of the original ones, but he was right there. Um, then the 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 people that we've lost, like the Tom Mises, like yep. they're, they're, these are like classic, classic broadcasters. And to think that they had that collection of all of them in one, one spot. Like I remember the big thing was was when Chris Berman um, went out to do the Hotel California, yes. the late night games on ESPN. That was a big thing because he had been the the face of Sports Center for such a long time, and was like good with all of his like back, 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 and all of his nicknames. Yeah, with, with the, yeah. But then you come back, and then. Dan Patrick. Um oh gosh, what is Dan Patrick's partner in crime.
1: Oh, it's it's he's got all of his no. Nets or whatever he calls them. Yeah, well oh. he you know, it
2: was Dan Patrick and then there was oh I can see his face. Now now he's more he's more um po- pol politi- he's a, more of a political satirist okay. guy, but but they were huge after after Chris Berman left. But yeah, those just a lot of which
1: it's interesting now, though, because like obviously Fox doesn't have a sports center thing, but Fox is is really taking over in this college football world. It feels like they they got Tom Rinaldi, which may be one of the best storytellers in, in all of reporting um, ESPN elected not to re-sign Maria. Keith Olbermann.
2: Thank you, Sanderson.
1: ESPN elected to not re-sign Maria Taylor and allowed her to walk to NBC. That was the stupidest decision that ESPN could make. Um and they like I said they got Tom Rinaldi Fox did now Fox gets uh Chris Fal- Falica or Felicia or whatever his name is bear off of college game yeah, day I saw that He's leaving college game day he got there in 1997 with Kirk um like But they
2: they hit the jackpot though with um Pat McAfee
1: Exactly which but now like Lee Corso is I mean please I would think this would be his Lee, final Lee, season please retire man it's it's time to hang it up
2: um, I still remember the time when he was in. Gosh, he was in town, and I, I think it was '94 Colorado game, and they got him to go down into the North Bottoms and ride the electric mechanical bull. Really? Yes,
1: that's that's wild. <laughs> See, I, I just like Lee, Lee. At some point, you gotta you gotta just hang it up, and uh, I think I think this week this year is the is the year because now you got Pack McAfee, and and that's gonna be enough for a filler and things like that. So, yeah. which and I like David Pollock a lot as well. So like, there's there's names on there but it's it's interesting cuz like Fox Big Noon Kickoff is really starting to take over yeah. in college football cuz you might have
2: Well they were um
1: you might have the best I mean broadcasting duo with with or at least the the one broadcasting duo that's challenging Kirk and Chris yep. is Gus and Joel. I yep. mean in a heartbeat.
2: Well Fox was already trying to get uh Big Noon Kickoff at um some place called uh what is the name of that town? Colorado Boulder Boulder, yeah, already Boulder. September ninth. Yep.
1: Joel Clout was uh, tweeting out about it. We yeah, got go to go to Big Noon
2: Kickoff, prime that. prime time. Yeah, Versus the nationally rated Nebraska Cornhuskers.
0: <laughs>
1: hey, hey, it could happen. It could. It could happen. We'll we'll see.
2: Yep, Stuart Scott, Cubsker. He was awesome. Cooler than the other side of the pillow.
1: Yeah, he's a good dude.
2: Uh, what else? Do so we got?
1: so was Craig right. Sager. Um. But yeah, no, it's Oh, yeah,
2: Craig Sager. That's Craig Sager would be one. I see I remember when Cra- when TBS back in the I think it was late 90s, they did some Nebraska games at Memorial Stadium and Craig Sager was at Memorial Stadium. Yeah. So that 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 that's always cool when you like see those people. even like Brent Musburger. I mean, he kind of dipped out of Lincoln unceremoniously, but when Brent when Brent Musburger was in town, you you knew you, you were on the verge of a big game. So Keith Jackson the same way. Keith Jackson had such a great tie with Don Bryant that every time there was so, you needed like a 5 second video clip or 10 second video clip, you knew Keith Jackson was always going to be there because yeah. they had such a just a tight relationship.
1: Jeremy the Grillmaster says McAfee sucks. I think I think Pat McAfee is one of those guys nah. that it's like you either like him yeah. or you hate him.
2: He's a he's a dial 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 changer. And,
1: and here I, I think yeah, either way, which yep. you either turn it to watch him or you turn it to to yep. not you watch. Turn it. to get away. Yep. Um, I think what's so what he brings to ESPN is he's got such a, a, a giant amount of energy, yep. and he's it loud me of- and expressive, and I think. At the end of the day, like it reminds you of Robert Griffin the Third.
2: Yeah, and it reminded me too of like with Lee Corso going down to the North Bottoms and riding that mechanical bull. Now you got like this young Pat McAfee. Then yeah, they were at the Tennessee game. Yes, and the the the, the girls like, don't do it, Pat. Don't do it. And then he jumps into the Tennessee River or whatever. Well, you know, so it's, it's like-
1: that he when they were out in Montana, he was like he had a, he signed some dude's arm and then the dude got it tattooed. tattooed. Because the guy wanted to get a tattoo of Pat McAfee's signature.
2: Good lord. And
1: so he's like, Pat, I need you to sign my arm. So they signed, he signed his his arm, like his back and his, tr- and his tricep or something. And he ended up getting it tattooed the very next day.
2: <laughs> I'm just like, what is going on? And he's just, he's he's crazy. Like, he wrestled, like WWE, he, he came in and did like color commentary for WWE. And like a month or two in, he was wrestling in WrestleMania. Yeah. And it's like... Most guys take it easy. You don't want to injure yourself. And he's like jumping off the top of the ring, and it's just like this guy is crazy. Now, I,
1: I will say, like, so Ray says this. I can't get enough of RG three. The dude cracks me up. <laughs> he, he's funny, but he is out of pocket like 98 percent of the time. I mean, he that definitely dude,
2: sends out the innuendos.
1: Yeah, like he knows his football, and I, I love how he supports local. He did it here in Lincoln with Muchachos. Like I, I love how how all the things RG3 stands for, and I'm not, I'm not questioning his game or his ability to commentate because it's entertaining, but some things that he says are just completely out of, of control. (laughs) And it's just, it's just wild. But Hey, I I guess, and, and we're seeing that, that sells. Oh, even when that he sells. Like, even
2: when Nick from Muchachos asked him how, how if he finished his burrito or not, his tweet back to him yes. was, I was just like, "Oh, okay." Yes,
1: exactly. And, and so, like, that's the thing is just the uh, the out of pocket things, I guess. Nowadays, Ray and and Willie says it so uh, too, like, "Love me some RG 3 I think those things just sell, and, and that's where that's the that's the way that ESPN is trying to keep number one or stay number one is to hire guys like Pat McAfee that have tons of energy and yep. they're just wild same with RG3 and and so it's just interesting like the whole like Happy Thanksgiving and Black Friday thing that RG3 did with Mark Jones and Mark Jones is just standing there like I, and that's one thing I will say it takes a special kind of play-by-play guy to be willing to be in the booth with RG3 Oh yeah, and so it, there's, there's a lot of like chemistry things that, that have to be just right in that relationship for that that yeah. broadcast to do to
2: work. It's crazy like right now play by play guys, it just you know, to me it seems like it's down a little bit. Really? It does. I I just I don't know if it's just primarily on on um NFL games.
1: Yes, okay, NFL games. I just games. don't think I agree. That- like Kevin Burkhart that's, okay yeah I, I think like so once and i think once it's just joe a matter buck where they've
2: got it where they've got it, you know get that foothold but i think yeah. what happened was there were so many play-by-play guys that did it for so long and so well and they never let like those younger guys there were there like was spiro spiro agnos or you know okay but there's like guys like that that just never really got that name footage because you always had dick enberg you had you know jack buck joe buck yeah you have and those guys kind of overpowered and now you all these NFL these new NFL guys you're sitting there going
1: huh yeah I don't, I don't, I don't really know this voice I don't yeah, yeah exactly because like so I mean Coogs has been in it now for a couple years in the NFL um so he's starting to I mean he and Mark Sanchez and Laura Oakman are trying are starting to kind of get established um and then you also like Kevin Burkhart takes over as the lead for Fox
2: yeah that's surprising. but it,
1: it killed him it, it killed Fox with Joe Buck leaving with Troy Aikman yeah that totally. that killed him. But I will say, Monday Night Football's product is much better because of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. So that that makes it much better there. Um, you have Kirk, and I mean, like NBC's taken. I, I don't know. It, NBC has taken a step back, not necessarily in, in product level, but maybe just notor- notability, notoriety, um, and, and recognition, because you don't have that that famous duo of al and chris collinsworth now you have mike Tarrico and chris collinsworth and yeah. that's nothing against mike i like mike yeah, a lot he's really good i like mike a lot but you're just not used to hearing them for yep. so many years when you went after you know so a set a set of time yeah.
2: tony romo and jim nance best duel on cbs Cub Yep, yep. i I'd, I'd agree with that yeah i just I see i remember i remember back to the good old days of the dick enberg and merlin olsen and don Criqui. This Ooh. is for a national championship for Nebraska. Ray Ray doesn't
1: like Joe Buck. Um, I like Joe Buck a lot on baseball. And, and same with that. I mean, one guy that you guys, I'm sure people will know, Joe Davis, who who took over for Joe Buck on in, on baseball calls. He he's going to be something special. He he's the Dodgers broadcaster took over for Vince Scully, uh, but now he does the World Series for Fox. I mean, he is, he's he's some he's really good. Joe Davis is
2: really good. Joe Davis, yeah. And and then you always gotta enjoy the the great oh gosh and I forgot. Oh Bob Costas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, should we throw it to break? This yeah. is, this is the drive on ninety three point seven the ticket. We'll be right back.